there are many people who move from working a hectic, high-paced, fast-paced corporate job and then go to creating a business to achieve more freedom and more time with family and really end up with, because of the grind and because of the demands, end up with just another 80-hour week as a business owner. And I don't think anyone who goes into creating a business for themselves wants that, nor do I think anyone who goes to work for a company wants that. If you're a CEO, entrepreneur, or business owner that can't seem to figure out what is blocking you from attaining the next level of growth in your business, then listen up. I'm Maria De Lorenzis Reyes. I've taken what I've learned in 30 years working inside multi-million dollar corporations, building my own business, and consulting my clients, and discovered five themes that stop a business from scaling. I've created a tool to help you get the answers you need to get unstuck and unlock the next level of growth. Head over to scale.mariadr.com and click the link to get your custom Scale Factor Formula scorecard when this episode is over. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Finding the Upside. I'm so happy that you chose to join me today. Today, I have a shorty episode for you that I'm really excited to talk about. I'm talking about work-life integration and particularly for entrepreneurs. I want to approach this topic from a couple of different angles. First of all, most of us have heard the term work-life balance, and that has come into fashion to being used years ago and then kind of was like out of fashion. Now, sometimes you hear people talking about it again currently because after we went through the pandemic, everybody was reinvigorated to find that balance if there is any. And that's all people, people that are working for a company, people that, you know, are juggling families and a job, children, all of that. But as an entrepreneur, we also want to find balance or you could term it, I've heard it so many different ways in groups that I work with and circles that I participate in. Some people refer it to striving for that double win where you can be success at work and success in your business, but also win in life, have time for family, friends, children, hobbies, you know, community, whatever's important to you. And I think that's something that we all wanted forever. But there's this resurgence of this striving for this balanced life. I don't want to call it balance. I'm talking about now, I think, a term that's more realistic. And it's also a lot more practical, a practical approach, which really, the name makes more sense. It's the concept of achieving work-life integration. And the concept here is that work-life integration is how do we get work and life and all of the things that we want in our lives uh, while running a business. And this would apply also for anyone. Work-life integration is, I think, a much better term to talk about because that's what we're talking about is integrating both of those worlds. I want to talk about how that differs from traditional work-life balance, the way we've spoken about it in the past and why that was so hard to achieve um, and why this approach is a much more sustainable one. 
So let's first start off by unpacking this concept, right? This is an important topic. Of course, it's the intersection of entrepreneurship and personal well-being or just work and a person and personal well-being. But I do want to before we dive deep into this concept, I do want to say that as someone who worked 20 years in corporate America and then went off and built my own business, I think that I would be remiss if I didn't state this fact. There are many people who move from working a hectic, high-paced, fast-paced corporate job and then go to creating a business to achieve more freedom and more time with family and really end up with, because of the grind and because of the demands, end up with just another 80-hour week as a business owner. And I don't think anyone who goes into creating a business for themselves wants that, nor do I think anyone who goes to work for a company wants that. And I say 80 hours, but even if it's 60, it's way too much. It's way too much. So is it possible? And how do we achieve that? How do we achieve that work-life integration? It's really important to think about if you are a business owner and entrepreneur to constantly be checking in with yourself if you've just created another demanding job for yourself that's eating up all your time and it's burning you out. Whether you work for a company and a, the job you have at the company is doing that or it's your own business, this topic of work-life integration is one that we need to master. So let's get into unpacking this concept. Um, you know, like I said, unlike traditional work-life balance or that term, which suggests a real strict separation of work and personal life. Work-life integration really emphasizes and approaches this as having a harmonious blending of the two. And I'm going to break this down. It's really intriguing to look at it this way. It's really about finding ways to seamlessly incorporate work responsibilities or professional responsibilities and personal activities into your daily routine in a way that feels natural and fulfilling. Okay, so that says a lot, but let's talk about a couple of pieces of research. According to a study published in the Journal of Applied Psychology, workers who experience high levels of work-life integration report greater job satisfaction, lower stress levels, and higher overall well-being compared to those who strive for traditional work-life balance. So I said workers. So by the way, this is important if you are an employee or if you are a leader leading employees in a corporation or as a business owner for your own team members. It's important to keep in mind that this work-life integration is something that as a business imperative, as companies, we need to create and promote for our own team members as well. So why might work-life integration be more sustainable for business owners? Let's talk about it from that perspective for a moment. When we view work and personal life as complementary rather than competing domains, we're better able to leverage the synergies between them. So for example, taking breaks throughout the day to engage in personal activities can help boost your creativity and pr productivity when we return to those work tasks. 
So to illustrate this, I was talking to a bunch of my clients and I was really posing this question to see if this was something that they had either tried to do, attained, or failed. And I wanted to just start this dialogue to get some data and also then obviously to share this episode with them in my research and what I came up with to be able to help them if it was something that they hadn't achieved. And I spoke to one of my clients, Sarah, who is a small business owner. She runs a digital marketing agency. And what she said to me is that she really embraced this in a way that's really working and helping complement her day and fuel her and keep her energy levels high. What she does is instead of adhering to a strict nine to five schedule, she structures her day to include time for both work and personal pursuits. How she does that, she says that she might start her morning with a client meeting, but then take a midday break to go for a run and then resume work in the afternoon from a local coffee shop because that changes her environment, changes the energy. By integrating those moments of self-care and relaxation into her workday, Sarah reported that she feels more energized and focused, ultimately leading to better outcomes for her own business. I have to say that I struggled with this when I was uh, thinking about this and thinking about how to change my day because like many business owners, as I said, I was working way too much. I was working on the weekends. I was working late into the evening. And it was really starting to take a toll. And I really had to break down my own approach to what my workday should look like. You know, why can't it look like starting the day, not at nine in the office, but starting the day by taking a yoga class and having that moment of meditation and really setting myself up for a really grounded and calm launch of the day? Why couldn't I schedule myself to take the afternoon and go to a different place to work rather than being in the office? Having those moments where I have quiet time away from client meetings, away from the team, and also providing that to them. Started to explore this idea of having these backstage days where we have deep work where we're not interrupting one another, having only certain times to have collaboration and have it kind of pre-planned, and also factoring in those areas of the day where we can get some times to take a break, whether that's having lunch together, whether that's going out and running an errand or changing our environment whether we are remotely working, giving people opportunities, even in the remote location to step out of their house and go work at a shared co-working facility that has more energy. I've even done that for myself, but I really had to break down that traditional approach to what the day's supposed to look like. So I encourage anyone listening to think about that and think about how you can make some changes with regard to how you set your day up and really integrating those two worlds. So let's just explore some strategies for achieving this work-life integration that I found in researching this topic. One really key approach is setting flexible schedules that allow for spontaneity and adaptability. And that means, and we have mastered that here in my company, really Be open to shifting priorities and adjusting your work hours based on personal needs and preferences. 
Also, we do that in terms of priorities with regard to our energy. If we plan to or want to work on this big project that we're just kind of tapped out for and don't have the right headspace for, we're open to shifting that and thinking about how we could restructure. I talked about this in a previous episode about always recalibrating what we're doing and how we're doing it. I have another piece of research and insight to share with you. According to a study conducted by the University of Minnesota, workers with flexible work schedules report higher levels of job satisfaction and lower levels of work-related stress compared to those with rigid schedules. Well, no surprise. You know, we've all, as workers, and I can say this myself, when I spent time in the corporate world, we all always wanted that. It's really really starting to have traction now because workers are demanding it. And so for your own teams, you need to kind of have that ability to shift things up, but also, and allow that flexibility, but for yourself, whether you are the owner or whether you are the leader leading a team in a corporation, being able to provide that is something that companies have got to embrace because the burnout factor without this and the job satisfaction scores without this definitely are lower. So this is business imperative to not only bring this into your business for yourself, but also for your team members. Another strategy is to combine work and personal activities whenever possible. So that might mean, I can't wait to do this this spring with my team, when they're all back in the office. Schedule walking meetings. Oh my God, what a brilliant idea. Instead of sitting in a conference room, let's go for a walk and talk about this. Obviously, if you don't need visual aids, you don't need to be looking at documents, that's something that could be achieved. Incorporate exercise breaks into your workday or working from locations that inspire creativity and relaxation. That's one of the things that I definitely have experimented with is sometimes I need to work out of my home office. Sometimes I need to go to a different co-working space. You know, one that has lots of energy and lots of people. There's times that that's not appropriate for me. Um, There are times where I would prefer to work in my own office with the door closed. There's times where I prefer to work out in the open space or in a conference room with the rest of my team members. And we try to be flexible with that and offer that. Uh, as much as we can. And as I said, for my remote team, really offering them the flexibility of working not just in their home day after day after day, because they are remote workers, but giving them options to tap into co-working spaces that have different energy and different setup that might be more inspiring. That also could involve coffee shops or libraries or just different places that just have a different vibe. So one of the things that also I have looked at is I took a look at uh, some leading experts in this work-life integration. And one of the things that one of these lead experts had mentioned is to identify really what your core values are and priorities, both in business and in life. And I think that's something that I learned. I went to a life focus uh, seminar. And it really was the two-day thing where we looked at what we wanted to achieve in our life and all these different domains and how to, to really incorporate some of these areas 
um, at a higher level than we were. So it was really this topic, um, but it was a, an approach that was very interesting and that I hadn't been exposed to before. And by aligning what your values are, aligning your actions with that, you really can start to make more intentional choices about your overall well-being. And really this work-life integration comes into play. So another thing about this is really cultivating a supportive work culture that values work-life integration in your own business. That can create more positive and productive environments for everyone that's involved. So this is an area that I would love to share more insights on. I would love to know if you have questions on this because this is something that in the past few years I have really been experimenting with and exposing myself to lots of different things that we try. We experiment a lot here in this company and with my business. I've just definitely changed a lot of things and a lot of mindsets um, that have been ingrained the way uh, corporate business works coming out of that and really just our culture. But I would love to leave you with some real actionable steps that you can take to begin integrating your work and personal lives in a way that feels much more fulfilling and sustainable. So first off, identifying what your core values and priorities are, both in business and life. Allow yourself to set flexible schedules. Be okay with the flex that allows for some spontaneity and adaptability. Also look for opportunities that combine work and personal activities throughout your day. Kind of like the example that I gave with my client, Sarah. And also cultivate a supportive work culture that values this life work integration. Again, not this traditional balance where they're two separate areas. It's integrating the two, which is a much more attainable and sustainable approach. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you found this insightful and inspiring. Please share this content with someone else that you know it might help. And as always, be sure to tune in next time for more discussions on finding the upside and winning in your business and life. Thanks for joining me. See you next time. All right. So I hope you loved this episode and found it valuable. Thanks for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, if you know someone else that this will help, please share this episode with them. Just grab a link for this specific episode, text it to a friend or colleague so we can help more people like you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you next time for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place on the Finding the Upside podcast.